Hey everyone, this is the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson and I'm one of the hosts of the show. My dad, Todd, is currently driving around the southern part of the country speaking at different events, so he's not here this week. But my wife, Rissa, joined me to talk about hard to deal with teens and graduating teens. Before we begin, I also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this week's podcast. They make math fun. You can check out their website, teachingtextbooks.com. So let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. Um, as I said in the intro, uh, Dad is not here this week. They are down in, well, last I knew in South Carolina. I'm not sure where they are at this point. Uh, my brother Abe sent me a picture today of apparently in this McDonald's they went to in South Carolina, they give you like a basket of fries instead of the normal traditional, um, I don't even know what you call it, like the normal McDonald's box, you know, of fries. It's in a basket. So, he thought that was super cool. Uh, they're down there. They were having some issues. Uh, they got, they were having issues getting the car, the RV to shift over and to drive, so they couldn't go anywhere. Uh, and they were having some other hard shifting issues. They were worried it was going to be a transmission issue, and uh, they took it to an Allison transmission, and they ended up actually saying it was um, something about the motor timing timer sensor or something like that. I'm not a car guy or a motor guy. I don't know, but it sounds like it's a lot less big of a deal. And uh, hopefully they get it fixed, I think, tomorrow, but they've been able to drive with it. So they should be back. Uh, hopefully, we'll, I don't know, honestly, if we'll be back next week. If we are, it'll be late. Most likely, we're going to have to skip a week or do a short one or something. Um, but uh, there will be one next week, uh, which is pre-recorded. so hopefully you enjoy that. Um, but tonight, it's me and my wife, Rissa. Hello. And uh, we're just going to do a quick one here. We just put the kids down to bed, and uh, we have a couple questions to answer that we thought were good, um, and so we're going to get right into it here. The first one, um, I didn't have her name because I wasn't sure if she was, you know, wanted that shared or not, but she said, I'm not sure if you've talked about this yet, but what do you do if the only smiling homeschool happens when the agitated since birth, now moody, hormonal teenage son is out of out of the house for something? When he's home, everything is a fight. I so want to send him to school, but I don't feel called to send him to school. I know there's a heart issues to work on. We work on them daily, but it's still pretty miserable daily. I think this may be something a lot of families encounter, especially larger families. And uh, I don't think we've like expressly talked about it. And forgive me, I have a cough, so if I cough here, it's uh, it's because of that here. But I thought this was a good question because I mean, uh, I probably am that uh, agitated since birth child. Uh, I know Arissa probably is not that way. No, no, she's Never. she's pretty calm overall. And pretty, uh, her mom always said she made it sound like she was a little bit easier than her older sister, but, uh, <laughs> my older sister listens to this. Well, she'll know it too. <laughs> she knows it's true. But, uh, the older kids, I feel like maybe have a tendency to be that way. Some of them in general, but I definitely am a very, or was very hard compared to some of the other kids. Like my brother, Sam, he was very easygoing overall. Um, pretty much always just did everything anyone asked him to. He didn't really complain. He was pretty quiet comparatively. And I, on the other hand, was pretty loud, complained a lot, was, um, you know, younger. I'm sure I was argumentative. I'm later as a teenager. I was argumentative and always a pain probably. So I feel for this mom. Um, well, I can understand her son and I'm sure that's a pain to work with. Um, but I would say, my biggest advice would just be don't give up even if he feels like he, you know, you're just not getting through to him and he's just being a horrible person really. Um, it's just a time. 
eventually at some point he will be thankful and uh you know just push through keep doing it and that's something i really appreciate my parents you know even though i was so difficult um and just you know passionate and about everything they didn't just slam the you know hammer down on me and just be like well that's how it is they would take the time every time or close to not every time but you know often make sure i understood why you know certain rules were there or why um they did certain things um and they just always stuck with me and never gave up. And that is huge when you're that age. I think a lot of people, you know, and kids that, you know, when we're teens, um, it's kind of that time when you're still trying to figure everything out. You, usually there's a lot of, um, I don't know if this is true for you, Rissa, but I'm sure like as a teenager, I felt very like self-conscious, didn't really, you know, you kind of trying to act confident, um, you know, and there were times where I felt confident, but uh, I know if my parents, you know, were really, uh, they were really always supportive during that time. That was that was super super good. Um, I don't know if I have necessarily advice on how to make him not be that way, other than what I just said, um, because you know, unfortunately, sometimes there's just stuff that is hard to fight. Personality traits at at that, especially when you are, you know, there are hormones and everything else um, raging. But uh, it is worth the fight. Keep doing it, and uh, I mean, I being that way and still having to fight it all the time, I am very thankful. And uh, it is not, it is much better to keep them out because I mean, I think, uh, you know, building those relationships, having that time with your kid is so, so important. And that's the best thing you can possibly do. Um, but I do get a dismiss rule. And I honestly, this is what kind of made me think of some, uh, some things I wish I could have told my mom then, you know, looking back and realizing kind of a little bit more perspective on myself, you know, at that time, there's certain things that I just wish that I had better, you know, could have communicated during the time that I was tough. And uh, some of those things were just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for the tears and the effort she put into it. Um, even though, you know, at the time I didn't act like it, but it does go, you do notice it, even if you don't notice it, even if your child or son or daughter, you know, and their teenager doesn't seem like they even care, get it. They are noticing those things and they will notice later on and they will thank you or at least internally they will thank you um, especially if you make it you know something that they know is the good good what you're doing I also wish I could have said I just loved having all that time together as a family and even though there are times when I wanted to you know kill everyone and I was horrible but you know I really do value that now and I feel like I'm closer to my siblings and I would have otherwise been and I'm so thankful for that um, and I wish I you know again would have known that at the time um, and something that's huge is just both my parents were so good at um, encouraging me and um, pulling for me at all the time, all times. You know, I mean, I didn't know exactly what I was going to do. You know, with my life, that's something that I think a lot of people think. You know, and put pressure on kids like, oh, you got to have the rest of your life planned out. And that's just not usually, I feel like, how it goes necessarily. Especially for someone like me, where it wasn't just like I had this skill that I was going for. Um, but it would have been much, much tougher if I felt like they were always nagging, or you're not doing hard, working hard enough. You're not, you know, learning fast enough. Uh, you need to know more. You're not going to make it into college or whatever else. They were always encouraging, always thought the best of me, um, and that is huge for a kid or a teen, you know, uh, feeling that way. Because I mean, if they know you're on your side. Even if they seem angry, they're not going to hate you. I think that a lot of times, a lot of my friends who I would use the word rebelled, but, you know, freaked out and kind of went against everything their parents had hoped for. I think a lot of times it was because the parents felt like it was them versus the kid and teen and that they were always, you know, 
down on them and that just that just re- creates a lot of resentment feeling like your parent never thinks you're um good at anything and even if you're not <laughs> it still you know feels like if you, even if they're faking it it's helpful um so i would encourage you even if your kids being a pain try to encourage them know that they're you're always on their side and don't just um you know only push them because pushing can really I think could backfire. That's why the like we talk about this on the spine homeschooler nonstop is the relationship is more important than you just thinking that they're getting every single thing done that they need to be done or else they're going to fail because that's probably not going to happen anyway. Um, I also just would have said to her then, and then she knows this stuff now, but I'm so thankful for what that she prepared me. You know, she gave me um, life lessons. You know, she uh, instead of pushing me to do algebra two, she had me do Dave Ramsey's uh, teen map. You know, uh, business uh, uh, just like financial planning, you know, and that's so valuable because I use that every, you know, all the time now in my life. And I feel like that's set me off in a really good place. Um, She's just prepared me to learn all sorts of different things. And then I also wish I would have just said sorry more back then because, you know, uh, I really do feel it now. And I, you know, I've apologized to her, but I just, you know, you don't act great as a teen or kid. And at the time you think you're, you know, you don't really necessarily notice, but um, they do feel it and we do feel it and I am sorry now and I was, you know, or not now, but I mean, I, at the time, you know, and I am sorry and I've communicated that now, but I wish I had more then. Um, and the other thing is I wish I had more said was I don't know everything, you know, cause as a teen, I definitely thought I, and you know, said every once in a while, I still do, but, um, think I it was correct in everything I said, my parents were dumb and you know, everything else. And I'm sure your kid, if you have a teens felt that, but uh, you know, later on, they're going to realize that they aren't that way, that they were wrong about most things or a lot of things. Um, and just know again, that it is, you know, you are in the, probably in the right and that your kid doesn't, or your teen doesn't necessarily know best. Even if they're saying, I want to go in school because of whatever and all this different stuff, don't give in because you do know better. Even if they're a teenager, that doesn't necessarily mean just because they push it and they're older now that you should just go let them do all that stuff. Cause honestly, I think the teen years are more important even well, not necessarily more important, but as important as the young ones um, in homeschooling. So those are just some of the things that kind of made me think of after that question. Um, but I think it was a good question. And thank you uh, for commenting it in. I want to thank Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. Teaching Textbooks is one of the best math curriculums around, and we've used them for many, many years, and we have loved it. They have a new 3.0 version of the curriculum that is better than ever, and you can access it from Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and even smartphones. Every math problem is explained and demonstrated in an easy-to-understand way that takes the stress and the responsibility away from you. Teaching Textbooks stores your child's grades so you can easily ensure that they are learning, and you can check in on the progress. Teaching Textbooks makes math fun. You can visit the website, teachingtextbooks.com, and check out a free trial, or you can a sample lesson. Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support. All right, so unfortunately, Universal didn't get to talk any of that first part, but we have uh, oh, we posted something uh, and just said if anyone had any questions. And Melanie had a bunch of really good questions, mm-hmm. mostly about college stuff like that. Um, we both may not be awesome at answering every single one of these, but I think there's a lot of good questions, and we can at some of them. Um, her first question is, how important did you find the types of classes and grades you earned on the transcript when applying for university? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Chris? I don't know. My mom did the transcript. Right. So, so. and I honestly, I didn't um, apply for universities <laughs> after I graduated high school. Um Right out of high school, I kind of went a different route and was um, studying biblical counseling um, for a little bit there and um, 
because that's kind of what I was going to do in the meantime before like starting a family. Um, so I did that for a while and then I met Ben soon after that and then we got married and then started our family. So I didn't, um, I don't know. And I never really had like the push or the desire to like, I want to go have the college life. Um, this is kind of answering a question further down, but she asked about, um, the dual enrollment classes. Mm-hmm. Did you take any courses with the community college as dual enrollment while you were still in high school? And I did that um, um, with two colleges here in our town. Um, and I started that, I feel like I, I don't know, it might have been sophomore, junior year um, through when I graduated. But um, yeah, I did like semesters um, of dual enrollment classes and I would just highly recommend that to anyone who has the opportunity or is able to do that um, because it's a lot cheaper like especially if you are gonna go like if your child or whatever is gonna go to college um, that just takes care of a lot of credits um, that you would have to pay a lot for um, at a discount price at least our colleges do that Um, and so yeah even though I didn't know for sure what I wanted to do or which way I was going to go, um, my mom just went ahead and had me do that. And it was a good experience, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I got all of the math classes out of the way that I would ever have to take if I did go to like college for counseling because I hate math. So I was like, I'm just going to get it done and out of the way. So, yeah, it was good. Um, so that's... Yeah, the only thing I would say is just keep in mind that, you know, I see some people, they send their kids in really young to do enrollment. And I just think be a little bit mindful and careful of that just because you are sending them in, into a college setting, especially if it's not a Christian college. That's pretty young to send like a 15-year-old or 16-year-old into, you know, a bunch of older kids, you know, all different locks of walks of life with professors who, you know, don't necessarily believe what you do. Mm-hmm. It could just be, there could be some side effects. So it just keep that in mind. I but was, that. yeah, I was older. Like I was able to drive myself, obviously I said. Right. But um, I did the two that I did. One was a Christian college and one was just a community college. And (coughs) there were um, for sure differences between the two Um, at the Christian college. um, I really enjoyed that. The professors were great. You know, everyone. Um, And yeah, the community college, it was very different of just, I mean, totally. I mean, there's a range of like ages and I keep bumping the mic ages and um like students in the classes and people just kept asking me to like give them answers and stuff and I was just like what in the world like so it was just very different and um but I'm glad I had both experiences but I don't know and then as to the transcript thing so again I didn't do it I do have a, a bachelor's degree through a college in New Jersey um but it is a little different how I did it but as to the transcript and everything I mean so just from, you know, uh, my own just kn- and knowing a lot of homeschoolers, I have never heard of anyone that has had a real issue with that, that I know of. I mean, maybe I'm just, people don't share that stuff, but I've never heard uh, anyone mention that they've had an issue with that. Um, again, I don't know how your state is and depending on the college, but you're their teacher, so you can make it sound however you want, basically, because you know that they do a good job. You know they're smart and all that. So I wouldn't really worry too much about that. Um, especially the grades. I mean, I never took a single graded 
test or anything mm-hmm. for homeschooling. Again, we didn't have to in our state, um, and that would not. I, I know that wouldn't have affected it because I mean, I have tons and tons of friends who go to colleges in the area. None of them has ever have ever had an issue with that, and most of them didn't do the graded system either. Some yeah. of them did, um, but. You know, again, I can't guarantee it for your school, your whatever, but just I think it's super overrated the way people act like it's literally like the most exclusive thing in the world. Um, I do have a memory of my mom like writing up or adding stuff to my <coughs> transcript at the end of the year or whatever. And I don't know, it, she, it was just like she was on the computer. And she's like, OK, for this. Yeah, you did. I would give you this grade. And for this, I would give you this grade. Like it was just not a big deal. So relaxed. Right. I was like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that's a transcript. Again, Perfect. That and is Indiana, and then we understand some states don't do that, which yeah. is a shame because I think Indiana does it really well. Um, but then someone, she also asked, "Did you take the SAT or ACT?" Um, the way it worked for me, I did not. Even though I did get, again, I said I did get my bachelor's. Um, I had already had clipped out of so many credits that I mean, there was just no reason. I just transferred them right into the college. Um, so that, you know, they didn't require it in that situation. Um, but obviously, if we had, we would have probably taken that. Um, but my mom just, she just kind of selectively said, if that's your kind of goal of where you're going, then definitely we can, you know, do that. Um, but honestly, I just think, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like there's kids, you know, so young starting to practice for this stuff, and it's just, it's honestly amazing how early people try start prepping for it. And it, I mean, I guess if you're just like trying to ace it, then great, but. I just think it's personally, and I think my dad would as well, a little bit overkill and a little bit trumped up for just not as important as... I mean, it is important if you're trying to get into a specific thing, potentially, um, but I think the ages can wait a little while longer. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I ever took the SAT, but and I have a horrible memory, but I might have taken the ACT, but I don't remember, honestly. Right. Um, did you have to provide a portfolio of completed works or essays with your application to a university? I did not. I mean, that was not something they ever asked for. Um, they obviously needed all of my credits and everything I was transferring in. Again, this is a little bit different from um, from you guys, you know, from the from the norm. So I can't speak 100% on that, but I don't know of many people who have had to do that. But I mean, I have heard of a couple, but it's pretty. I think it's rarer than that. Um, did she said, did you have a graduation ceremony? And this is something that I was just talking to a friend who uh, who was homeschooled. Um, I mean, we did a graduation ceremony just with my family and a few of my cousins and a couple friends, and then we had an open house and we went to dinner. So nothing crazy. Um, obviously, they do them all over the place, you know, with homeschool groups. And I've been to big homeschooling graduations, especially with state organizations and stuff like that. That can be fine. I didn't care. I mean, that's something I think if it's more of a stat, you know, thing for your kid or you, then that's fine. But otherwise, I mean, my parents didn't care that much. And I think Rissa, did you do a graduation? Yes. Um... I mean, it was not anything of a big deal, but just in my church, like we had like a little ceremony and it was just me um, and just family and friends who wanted to come. Um, and my dad just, I don't know, he, we got on stage and he talked a little bit and I think I played my guitar and sang a song and then it was, <coughs> that was it. And then we had like my open house following that. So I think they might have printed me off right. a diploma or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can get a diploma. At least in Indiana, it's very easy to, you just really don't even have to do anything hardly. Again, I mean, you are, at least in some, most states, you are basically a teacher. So you get to decide a lot of those same things. So just know your state laws. A lot of people have myths and things they assume is true for homeschooling. Um, but again, you're not like, People think like, oh man, how could they let them just give them a diploma? It's because like most parents care and they're not just like 
giving a six-year-old a diploma saying they graduated. <laughs> like, I mean, you do potentially have to have record of that, but um, I think a, just actually know what's required of you versus um, what you think is required. Because I meet a lot of people who assume things that aren't actually true. But mm-hmm. um, she also said, do you know anyone who, or did you complete high school in four years? And do you know anyone who took three or five years to finish high school work? Um, me. I did it. Yeah, you did five years. Were you yeah, five I years? did five years. Yeah, maybe the last year you really. The last year was mostly like the dual enrollment and I mean, just some like finishing yeah. up stuff. But it was, I don't know. It, it was kind of more a choice, and I feel like 4-H had something to do with that. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, like I wasn't like, I want to go to college and do this. Like I was <coughs> really just still figuring out what I wanted to do. So, yeah, we just called it a fifth year um, in quotations. But, um, yeah. And um, then I did four years. Um, and, again, I was doing CLEP tests those last couple years, which, again, is just you can – I mean, this is something any school. If your kid – if you're wanting to get credits without having to do, like, spend a lot of money um, and they are going college route, then check with your college. See what tests they'll actually take in CLEP form. Um, lots of schools will take a lot of the general stuff. And it's – I mean, they're really pretty simple. There's, there's prep books online that will give you, you know, test questions – um, that will help you through all of that. And I mean, it's like a hundred bucks and if they pass the test, they get basically a hundred percent on it almost like it's a pass fail. So you either fail it or you get a perfect score basically. I mean, it's not actually a perfect score, but to the grade, it looks great. Uh, looks perfect. And, um, and it's like a hundred dollars and you get three credits or six credits or however many the test is. It is worth a ton. I would highly, highly, highly suggest that. I mean, you know, for a hundred dollars, you can get three credits versus, you know, I mean, our local Grace College, I think it's like it's like $2,000 a class or $6,000 a class, something like that. Yeah. It's a lot. So $2,000 a credit or something like that. Um, so definitely suggest doing that if you have a kid who's not sure, maybe wants to get some, you know, credits if they do care about that, if that's going to be something they're going to use and you're not out much money and you can prep for it on your, you know, at home. Um, I knew, I don't know if I actually ever knew any kids who did it in three years. Like people skip grades and stuff, but I don't know anyone... Yeah, I might have either. known of a couple who like went early, but not tremendously early. Yeah. Um, then she said, yeah, we already talked about the dual enrollment. And again, I did clepping, which, you know, is great. Turned out great. Which I is funny because I don't know if I ever heard of that. Yeah. Like most in high school, haven't. like. I don't think the schools really want it to be uh, something that's super popular because right. it means less money for them and, you know, and everything else. But because really you just. Stu- they give you material, you study that, and then you test. I mean, you can buy it. Yeah, I mean, it's not from that. the school or anything. Yeah, right. Um, and I think there's also DSST cl- uh, tests as well. Uh, but check. I mean, you can look into it. Again, I'd highly suggest it. Um, but yeah, I did that, and then I ended up transferring that into school. Did a couple online classes, and ended up getting my degree. All told, I was probably like twelve or fifteen thousand. But that was also like thousands for a coaching company that helped me along with that stuff and figured it all out for me. Um, you know, so that was probably the actual tests and credits and everything probably only cost like 8,000 or something like that. Maybe a little bit more than that, but not much, which is nothing compared to most schools. Um, so if you're trying (laughs) to figure something out, that could be a great way to do it. Um, but overall, you know, the biggest thing again is this, I, I mean, I have never felt unprepared or like I had a leg, you know, like I was underqualified for anything I've ever interacted with. No one's ever made an issue out of anything I've ever done. No one ever needed transcripts. No one ever needed proof. No one ever needed a diploma. They just wanted to know, you know, did you graduate? Stuff like that. No one even cared, you know. And, yeah. and I mean, I just think, 
I don't know. People just stress and stress and stress and stress about it. But just see what your child's bent is. And don't, I just think don't force it as much. You know, I really respect Mike Rowell right right now because, again, not saying college isn't the route for everyone, but I think it isn't the route for everyone. Um, I think there's tons of opportunity for people interested in other things. And again, I did get a college degree. And honestly, for me, being a pretty conceited person at the time, you know, I think it was helpful, at least in the way that it made me feel good. But, um, and I am, you know, I don't, I'm not not happy I did it, but if I had been $80,000 in debt or $60,000 in debt or $40,000 in debt, I would definitely not like it as much. Um, but, you know, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing and I'm glad I did it that way I did. Um, but if you are just, you know, help them uh, in that direction, look at some maybe, you know, other options. And I just think, um, you know, don't worry, you're preparing your kid great. And the skills that you're showing them and the relationships you're building with them, I think, is way more valuable long term than the grades they got or, um, you know, the SAT score they get. Because, I mean, those things will help them showing them how to work, you know, and being around a dad who is, uh, you know, a big part of their life and a mom who's a big part of their life. That will show them a lot more values, I think, long term. And those are the things for me and my work career, you know, have... Um, pushed and allowed me to stand out more than, oh, I went, you know, got this great degree or whatever it is, you know, so um, that's what people are looking for, I think, so, but hopefully those answers a couple of the questions and uh, made some sense and hopefully it was encouraging. (laughs) Um, Again, we'll hopefully be back next week. Uh, We'll see maybe a little bit different schedule than normal just because we are down in uh, Disney World right now as this, actually, no, we're not, we're leaving in a couple days. But uh, the, that show will be will still be down at Disney, actually driving back probably. So, but hopefully we make it down there safe. If you pray, we appreciate any prayers for that, and uh, there would be no issues. We're planning on driving it all night, so that'll be interesting to find. Hopefully, you know that's not a problem. <laughs> How about just interesting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so yeah. But thank you all for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. And as always, keep smiling. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. Hopefully this encouraged you that your kids will value what you're doing, even if you don't feel it right now and you don't see it for many years. We also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. They make math fun. You can check out a free trial over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week of homeschooling, and as always, keep smiling.